1: Gary what day is it now Monday oh Monday thank gosh it's Monday my number one day back in the saddle at work I can shine I love the rat race and the starting line is Monday thank gosh it's Monday
2: if you don't mind I will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going one two three four five six Four, five, six. V.I.G.
3: If you ever want to hook
4: up in the future... Like kiss or like work on something? Both. Very forward. Very forward. Putting it all on the table, I see. <laughs> what is going on? Just so you know, I got this guy and this guy, and they're ready to go to work. And
2: now... The smaller the hole, the better the ball position. Our feature presentation. <laughs> morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and
5: Bean Show. It is Monday morning, the 8th of July. What's up, time travelers? What's happening? How are did you? We,
6: did we travel through time?
7: We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you think about it, uh-huh. and this kept me up late last night. Uh-oh. We're all time traveling right now. Mm-hmm. We're heading into the future every second. Right. I'm like, just, think about. I just want to back up and say, that kept you up all night? It did. Because I was thinking about it. It was starting to blow my mind a little bit. Okay. Because we always think about how cool it would be to time travel when in reality we already have it. Because think about, man, if I could time travel an hour from now, how cool would that be? And in reality, we're doing it one second at a time. We'll be there in 60 minutes. We're on our way. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. Are you smoking weed? No. (laughs) Just it (laughs) never occurred to me before that we we were time travelers.
5: (laughs) I mean, mushrooms? No, no no drugs.
3: No drugs. Just thinking about things, guys.
8: <laughs> I wish I, I missed know. the dessert
5: days. Usually, when you spend a lot of time thinking about something, it's kind of a <clears throat> deep topic. Yeah, this seems like it's uh, you know second grade. It's, it's just blew living, my mind. really. It's living. You're just you're just talking mind.
6: about living.
7: It didn't blow your mind. It did. I'm telling you, it did. I never thought of time that way before. Okay, time is a construct, dude. Right? Time is a flat circle, is what I heard. So, how is everybody? Everybody's good. <laughs> yeah. How are you? <laughs> I understand we have uh, we have new equipment. We do to work, to work through, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I feel like uh, the the ship is in capable hands of our captain. <laughs> I, I feel oh. like we are not going to hit an iceberg no, today. No, there's been a mutiny. <laughs> oh, our captain is Chip. Oh really, just now running things? Yeah, the, the, the
6: captain has relinquished the uh, the captain title. <laughs> the captain hasn't touched the ship in three weeks. There's yeah, no yes.
5: and him the him. ship changed. We have an all new ship. <laughs>
7: I just I just feel like we have no idea what we're in for today. Oh, that's absolutely so, true. Yeah. Everything the technology has upgraded now to the point where we don't know how to use it anymore. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Uh, We have a a lot of show, obviously, and a lot to uh, catch up on. So much has happened since we uh, last were on the show. But everybody is uh, relatively healthy and well and present and and ready to go. Sure. Allie, your vacation good? Yeah.
6: Slept quite a bit. Mm -hmm. It was nice. (laughs) It was two weeks. I know. Well, towards the end, I was sleeping past 6 a.m.,
8: Crazy, Which
6: was like, yeah, this feels good. But like mm-hmm. 6.05. Like 6.06, <laughs> yeah, 6.07. Okay. Um, okay. But now, boy, did that screw you come Monday. Yeah.
5: yeah. Did yeah. you realize when you went to bed at night that you would be time traveling until 6 a.m. the next day? I'm
6: glad I didn't because I would be up all night. I may not have slept my whole vacation right. with you those deep
7: You went to bed thoughts. on a Sunday right. when you woke up. It was Monday. Why can't you people see how weird that is?
6: Wow. Honestly,
7: here's the uh, here's the story. Uh, she actually got this tattoo a couple of years ago, but for some reason, it was in the Daily Mirror in the UK on the Fourth of July. And I've been eager to bring you this story. Her name is uh, Lisa Cameltoe, and she. Um... I'm sorry.
6: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> There's no way her last that name is Cameltoe. Is
7: unfortunate. Her name is uh, Lisa Cameltoe.
6: No, her um, name is like Lisa Smith, but she wears really tight leggings.
7: Well, no.
5: I, she, this might be a dumb question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Legally, can you change your last name? Sure. Sure, Of yeah. course you can. You so, can change
7: any name you want. Get right on that. Well, she
6: Kevin did, Camel-Tow. Kevin.
7: That's how she became Lisa Camelton. Oh, she changed it to that. Her name was Lisa Bell. Mm. She was on a holiday with some friends in Magaluf, which I did not know but had to look up, it is a resort on a uh, the Spanish island of Mallorca. So she was there apparently plastered and she thought it would be and you know you get a lot of great ideas when you're drunk Sure. Mm -hmm. and by the way maybe this new phone topic for July is the dumbest idea you ever had while you were drunk that you were convinced was great she decided she was going to get a tattoo of a camel on her left big toe wow because the comedy
6: right 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 because she got a
7: camel on her toe okay Uh right so uh, her friends tried to talk her out of it, but she would hear none of it. She thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. And mm-hmm. then she mm-hmm. spent the rest of the holiday approaching men in the hotel and around the pool asking if they'd like to see her camel toe. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and she became, as you can imagine, the talk of the
5: strip. It there. seems like it would be easier just to walk around, you know, with no clothes or whatever, just to get people's attention rather than taking all of those steps to yeah. get to that point. Right.
7: And I'm sure every time she said it, she, she thought it would be the most hilarious sure. thing in the world. Because then they'd go, yeah, I'd like to see your camel toe. And then she'd just point down at the camel on her toe. So she,
6: uh, when she Thanks got for back... walking us through that.
7: Thank you. When she got back home to England, she decided to go ahead and change her name, which she did. Which apparently only cost 40 pounds in Britain, which surprised me. I may change my name every month when I'm there. And no, it's so cheap. She wanted to change her first name also from Lisa to Iva. She wanted to be named Iva Cameltoe. on
6: with this lady.
7: But <laughs> now, now I love her. <laughs> her friends talked her out of that. So she just went with Cameltoe. Mm-mm. It's on all of her official documents, her uh, checkbook, her tax account. Wow. She, uh, when she applies for work now, she, people giggle because her name is Cameltoe. But she says it's so funny. I've never regretted it. And I still love it. The only thing she hasn't done yet is her passport has not been up for renewal yet. And she's very excited to have a passport with that name on it. So she She can take the camel toe name around the world. And by the way, speaking of that, she says, she's 40, by the way, and she's still getting drunk enough to think this is funny, but she says she still plans on getting married and having children, and therefore, when she does, she needs her husband to take her last name when they marry so that the camel toe name lives on. Here's the weird thing. When you're drunk and you have a great
5: idea in your mind, and it's the funniest thing ever, Uh and then you follow up on that, Mm -hmm. maybe the next day... Maybe you get a little chuckle, maybe, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. the second day after that, you're like, "Okay, that was dumb. That's it." How is she
6: still dying laughing every time? I'm a little concerned that it's that easy to change your name. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what about do not fly lists? What about things like that? You could just bypass it that easily. Like, oh, that's not me. I'm I'm now Jenny Cameltoe.
7: That's a great point. That's a great point. Interesting. And if she does find a man who's going to marry her, please, what are the chances? I know. What are the chances <laughs> he's going to want to change his last name to Cameltoe? Mm. All right, I'll just sell, tell you one more thing about uh, about Ivor Cameltoe, and that is on the last vacation that she, on the last vacation that she and her friends went to, back to Spain, she got a f- tattoo of a fish on her finger, and walked around asking. Hey, do you want to smell my fish fingers? <laughs> That's what this lady did. <laughs> Come on. Lisa Campbell, you guys smell my fish fingers. Same lady. <laughs> I may marry her. <laughs>
5: How do you find this? That's
7: funny. (laughs) It's so dumb. I mean, (laughs) I know it's dumb, and it's funny dumb, but... That's why. It's just, it's so dumb. She's a treasure. I'm over it now. She's She's a treasure.
6: God, you're moving to this country.
7: Her name is Lisa Cameltoe, you guys. You're going to
6: be surrounded by... Smell my fish finger camel toe chicks. (laughs) I mean, that's your future bean.
7: Well, the future can't get here quick
5: enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we?
3: Is that Mugs?
5: Right? King Mugs. Wow. Wow. Uh, We have tickets for Comic-Con today. Wow, Whoa. is it that time of year already? I think it's a week from Friday. I want to say a week from Friday. Holy. Sure. holy. Uh, Jensen is going to call mm-hmm. and talk to us about his son.
7: Oh. How exciting is that? Very.
5: Matt Money Smith is going to talk to us about the
7: Clippers. By the way, <sighs> um, how are we not coming back to a new Clippers song from Dave? Oh, I'm sure he's working on one. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, he's really got something to be excited about and to rap about now. Correct, yeah. Uh, I got bit by a brown recluse. I'm sorry. Yeah, what?
5: Great news <laughs> coming up God, hold today on, because it's <laughs> Monday. Hold on.
7: Hold on. <laughs> a brown recluse spider? Uh, yeah, bit you? Yeah.
5: Don't mm-hmm. people
6: die from that?
5: Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. I thought Ooh, that Kevin plus
7: spider equals spider mm-hmm. in this case.
5: Yeah. Lesser, lesser
7: people die.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
8: <laughs> okay.
7: Uh, great news.
5: Uh, that is your great news. Um, uh, who's the dick? Who is the dick? Bean, of course, <laughs> is starting this feature. Um, and Annelle Rivers, our old friend, will talk to us as well today. And we've got some vacation updates as well as earthquake updates. Jeez. And so that's coming up. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next.
9: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Rock.
6: Allie. Bean. What's going on? I mean, a whole lot, Really? A lot to catch you up on. Okay. Just kidding. That's day all. by
7: day, right? You're gonna tell us everything that happened yes. since we were last year. No,
6: okay. that's all old news now. If you weren't keeping up, I can't I can't reteach you some stuff. Correct. Reteach No. That? Not sure. Mm-mm. Any of you see any movies? I did. I you saw Spider
5: Man. I'm sorry, guys. I ahead. was gonna
6: say I'm gonna take a guess.
5: Sorry? Yeah. And say
6: Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I would also take a guess and say Annabelle. Yes. I will also take a guess and say Midsummer.
5: No. Oh. Didn't see Midsummer.
6: Okay. Is that how you say it? Or is it Midsummer? I think it's Midsummer. Midsummer. Okay. I looked over Midsommar. at Casey. Casey's my, uh, my movie lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Yes. Spider Man. Mm hmm. Far from Home. Mm
8: hmm.
6: Topped the box office this weekend with uh, a pretty good haul. 185 million bucks over the long holiday Wow not bad you guys not bad at all oh, it, also
5: um, I don't want to give too much away mm-hmm. but I um, the the actors are fantastic okay in the middle of it the plot point I was like oh no oh, oh no. no 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 and then it sort of came around and they ended up making it work okay so that's my review <laughs> okay i don't love that they
6: sort of came around and it's made it work really
5: sort of scared me in the middle but right. then it was then it was like uh,
6: all right okay
5: i'm buying it okay, okay. good okay I mean,
6: did you also probably look at it different now that you have spidey powers <laughs> like was that a i mean i was judging experience? it against my own experience yes, yes. Yes. yeah people yeah, right, yeah. sure yeah, uh, you're going to want to stick around for that uh, <laughs> Kevin bit by a brown recluse spider story coming up in just
8: a
5: bit. That's so fun.
6: Good lord. Yeah. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that movie came in number one. Coming in number two, Disney's Toy Story 4. That brought in estimated $34.4 That's a total domestic haul of $300 bucks. Wow. Coming in third, the movie Yesterday, fourth Annabelle comes home, and fifth, Aladdin. So there you have it. I bet I know what service you didn't use to see your movie. That would be movie pass. That's correct. You guys, why are they still doing this. Now
5: what's happening?
6: Well, uh, the subscription smartphone app service that allows you to see movies on the cheap is shutting down for several weeks. <laughs> Why are they not burying it? We've, Why not just stop it? We have said that the last eight times something yeah, went wrong with up. MoviePass. But... And, and
7: while we're on it, Woodstock 50. Stop pretending <laughs> like that's happening. It's
6: insane. It's insane. <laughs> they shut down on July 4th. Um, they're not accepting any new users during the outage because our people clamoring. Like, oh, you're shut down. You've had a ton of problems. I can't wait to give
7: you lots of my money. How do I
6: sign up? I need in. Oh, but they are shutting down for, quote, several weeks to improve the app and raise money for when the service is ready to relaunch. I uh, Stop it. Right. At that point, if you are still using this service or about to join this service, uh, that's Darwinism, Right. <sighs> Come on, people.
5: Go ahead and join it. Just You're that person?
6: You're an idiot, <laughs> you
2: guys. This is uh, a
8: disgrace.
6: It's not great. Uh, current users will not be charged during the shutdown and will receive a credit when service resumes. No word on whether, you know, you're able to then see the movies when you want to see them. Because then it was like, oh, you can't see the box office, like the big movies that are coming out until like a week. It It took so many turns. I just... I can't.
1: I don't, I can't even believe
6: it! I say stay home and watch a show like Seinfeld streaming on Hulu. Because remember, you used to watch Seinfeld and you would just catch an episode and you're like, oh no, I don't... Like, what's the story arc here? No, no. On Hulu, you can just watch and know what's happening in the story. Or... Maybe you want a bit of randomness to your viewing of Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. Well, that's when you would use the shuffle button entitled the yada, yada, yada shuffle button.
7: So (laughs) only only with Seinfeld or with the episodes out of order?
6: Yeah. It's it's just uh, yada, yada, click. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, Dolores. Ah, Dolores. I don't know why anyone would want that. I don't either. It's just a way to get Seinfeld on Hulu in the news because it's their 30-year anniversary and it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Do you guys see, by chance, Jerry Seinfeld in the booth at the Mets game? No. no. Oh, A, amazing. Yeah. B, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to want to watch his his pitch, Kevin. I know you've done it twice. And neither one of yours was wonderful? Oh, no, I fell both
5: times. It was a disaster. Both times.
6: It was not good. I'm going to tell you right now. He was bad? Nope. Oh. The exact opposite if the Mets didn't offer him a contract. I mean, it was like a sidewinder right down the middle, and he pitched from like from the rubber. He wasn't like one of those guys that walked up to the front and right. was like, no, they tell me to pitch from here. No, strike right down the middle. Jerry Seinfeld, good Lord, I got a boner.
7: Wow. It I was have amazing. News for you that the Mets need him. Yeah, that's very season. true.
6: <laughs> By the way, GM of the Mets, I saw a story about the GM of the Mets throwing a chair. Like oh, it, no. After one of their last losses, he met with the coaches, wound up throwing a chair, and I was like, that guy looks so familiar, and I thought... No, He just looks like every guy that went to Crespi High School because so that was our brother's school. I went to the all-girls Louisville High School here mm-hmm. in the Valley. Uh, then I looked him up. He indeed went to Cresby High School. <gasps> what? What are the chances of that? Uh, so I posted it and people were like, was he always a gentleman offering his chair? I was like, that's funny. Yeah, he went to Cresby High. Wow. He's throwing chairs now. Not happy. How about that whole deal? Right? It's a good story. Let me know if you want the movie rights to that story. <laughs> I might be willing to give it up for the right price. Some birthdays for you guys. Kevin. Yes. Did you feel it when you woke up? You knew it was a special day because today's the day Jaden Smith entered the world.
5: Have <sighs> you guys heard his new music?
7: No. It's, I saw that it existed and yeah. I chose to not listen to it.
5: He wants to change the world, Dean.
6: Yeah. Oh. He,
5: he really wants to change the world. So Will he?
6: <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Don't be <All> right.
5: ridiculous.
6: <laughs> well, uh, other birthdays. Sophia Bush, Beck, Billy Crudup. Milo Ventimiglia Billy Crudup Crudup mm-hmm. Billy the one from Almost Famous Billy Crudup yeah and uh, Big Fish and stuff. I
5: feel like if you just went right through I that I could have just no, no one, one would have noticed yeah. mm-hmm.
6: and Kevin Bacone uh, Kevin a uh, Bacon Kevin Bacon oh,
7: Bacon oh yes City on a Hill
6: yeah you watching that
7: I started it started yesterday. I liked the first episode very much. We may be having Mr. Bacon in soon, so mm-hmm. I, I love him. He's a great actor, and boy, is he a dick in this show.
6: I feel like every movie he's done recently, it's like, hey, you do the Massachusetts accent. Yeah. Can you do it again? Yeah.
9: Yeah, I'm Kevin Bacon. Hate me.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And that's what's happening.
9: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
5: Here's another replay from the best of. Uh, no, we're actually.
8: Uh, what we're here, we're Kevin. Back. What? We're
7: back. We're uh, live. What? Yeah. Oh. It's uh, July the 8th, 2019. The show is back from vacation. Oh, okay. And I've had a question that has been burning in my mind since I last spoke with you, Allie, and that is mm-hmm. why are you not on the road with Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh, God. Trust I figured me. that was, I figured that after I saw your, your Instagram post on that? Hootie, I thought that she's in love.
6: <sighs> Listen, before vacation, my friend Michelle texted me and said, World, should we go see Hootie and the Blowfish? And I'm like, Your answer was no. My answer was they're not together, it's he's a country guy now. And she said, No, it's the Hootie and the Blowfish reunion. Okay, so even more no, no, absolutely. Okay, but it was Hootie and the Blowfish with bare naked ladies at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna tell you right now, it was. So fun. Okay, were you From, drinking hard?
5: Absolutely. Okay, so take that into account. Were they
6: doing Hootie and the Blowfish songs though? All Hootie and the Blowfish songs. Oh. It was their reunion tour. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And hashtag Hootie for acoustic. <laughs> woo! woo. <laughs> Who's with me? But then I started thinking as I'm looking at Darius Rucker up there being all hot and stuff. I'm I'll sorry. N- I'll never be able to go on tour with Hootie and the Blowfish because Kevin. Shine that light, that laser beam into Hootie and the Blowfish's eyes during the Grammys. No I'm just saying, that. everybody remembers it was a but big deal. I'm happy
7: to ruin that for you. Oh, <laughs>
6: so you think? So much. In other words,
7: in other words, Ellie, in your mind, uh-huh. you're thinking, okay, maybe we get backstage, maybe we wait out by the bus, whatever it is. I get my chance with Darius Rucker, and then he says, "Oh, what do you do?" And the mm-hmm. minute you save Kevin and Bean, boom, right. he's out of there.
6: Right. As I'm waiting, because we're by blacklisted the, for life by the bus. Well, however
7: you go, I don't know. I don't know how you go about me. You
6: people, know. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> right well, I'm sorry wheel that wheel. didn't
7: work out, but you guys had that one night together.
6: It was it was pretty magic, but in the back of my mind the whole time I was thinking, "Damn, you,
5: Kevin." It's so funny I was Sp- able to actually ruin a relationship it's for before you before it happened fifteen years ago. Yeah,
6: <laughs> amazing, amazing. Kevin,
5: how was the World Series of, <laughs> of Poker? Uh, it was great. How'd you do? I played in two tournaments. The first one was six hundred dollar buy-in, and I came in about fifty spots away from making money.
6: Okay. I don't know. There okay.
5: were two. There were like twenty-eight hundred players, and I came in like. 300th. Yeah. Which is great. Respectable. Didn't make money. Still lost money, but respectable. So then I played in another tournament that was $1,500.
6: That's the big one, right? To get in.
5: It was, no, that was the big one is 10 grand. That's the one you see on ESPN. Okay. But there's like a tournament a day in Mm -hmm. all of June leading up to it. So there were about 2,000 people in that. And I came in again about 350th and they paid to 280. But that was a bounty tournament. So everybody has a chip. So if you knock them out, they get your chip and that's worth $500 Oh, just for knocking somebody out you get $500 nice so I got three of those chips and I got $1,500 <clears throat> and made my money back
6: how about that lost nothing that's awesome and who did you see at the tournament
7: oh the, you the,
6: you texted me and said guess who's here Oh, Um, was
8: it Hootie?
5: No, it was uh, uh, Robot Jeopardy Ken, or whatever his name is. James. (laughs) James, James. whatever. Whatever his name is. Robot Jeopardy, Jim, James, James. James. <laughs> whatever. Who can, who, I just saw him walk I by. I was like, "So excited!" I was. She's like, "Go find him. Go find him. Be friends." <gasps> yeah, just chat.
6: Maybe you can hang out later. He's like,
5: "I'm playing." No, I mean, he is a professional gambler. He lives, yeah. a, lives in Las Vegas. I guess that would make sense that he would be there. And I have one other story about the World Series of Poker, but we don't have
7: time here, so let's continue. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about earthquakes. Yes. Oh. I can tell you, as a guy who lives three thousand miles away from you. Nothing is more boring than reading about earthquakes in California when you're not involved. Because okay, great. Right?
5: Oh, we're m-
6: sorry about that, Dean.
5: Yeah. Sorry to it, inconvenience you since everyone here
6: no, does.
7: Nothing is more boring than seeing video of people's pools sloshing. Now, so look. Here's <laughs> what I would say about that is that they
5: really, on TV, they have to show you something. Yeah. Subject, so they right. try their best. Yeah. I know. And they but show it,
7: chandeliers that are sort of moving. Right. Yes. and And please don't misunderstand. If you live in Ridgecrest or the areas near there... That was a serious-ass earthquake, and you have every right to be concerned, and there was a lot of damage. Thank God nobody got seriously hurt, but there was... I mean, that was a bad, bad earthquake. But for the vast majority of people in Southern California... It was a blip, right? Uh, no, uh, no, not at all. The, especially the second one, the seven
5: point one 7.1 on Friday night. Yeah.
6: yeah,
7: was
5: I was in Woodland Hills and it mm-hmm. went on for third at least thirty seconds, and I thought the building was going to yeah. come down.
6: I've I put on Twitter that as California natives, we tend to be really smug about earthquakes. Like I don't get out of bed <laughs> for anything under five point five. Like we're just a holes about it. That one scared the crap out of me yeah and i i mean i've been through them all you've been through we've been through huge earthquakes that mm-hmm. one went on forever and it was a weird noise i've never heard with an earthquake before it was terrifying
5: but bean bean was 100 right in that the tv coverage tried their best oh sure and it didn't even come close to capturing what that earthquake right, was what it felt like yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah it felt a lot worse than it ended up being for people yes, in the absolutely. la area anyway um, but it was scary I, I do dave you were at disneyland yeah i was uh
1: that's a weird place to be for an earthquake it sure is uh <laughs> and these earthquakes i i missed the first one mm-hmm. i was hiking the 4th of
6: July one? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Missed it. Completely missed it with my dogs, around dogs. Not one damn dog barked or anything. Supposedly, they're the, the earthquake early alert systems. okay so Dave doubts that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Ugh. Worse. And I'm bummed I missed it because, you know, I like little rolly earthquakes. Mm-hmm. The second one, I was at Disneyland about to get a beer, and then a guy I was with was like, hey, we're having an earthquake. I was like, you're drunk, dude. And all of a sudden, boom, it all hits. And... You're right, Allie. This one was long. Yeah. It was, what, good at 30, 40 it seconds? It like
6: 40 seconds. Did yeah. they stop
1: serving beer? Because you're like, I need beer now more than ever. <laughs> yeah. No. Here's the thing. <laughs> no. Disneyland, awesome. I was at a California Adventure, kept serving food and alcohol, but shut down all the rides. Oh. Everything was shut down. So where's, you know, there's only one place to go. Carthay Circle and get your alcohol. This was awesome. <laughs> oh, they so were thank doing you, earthquake. gangbusters. Yeah. That night. So it's a net win for you. Yeah, we'll but love. I mean, it was bummed. I was bummed that they closed everything, kind of ruined my night. So, you know, but yeah, had some some beers. We'll and play the booze. tape
7: later. We don't have time here. But the play by play during the Dodgers game. The Dodgers were in San Diego. They were here. Nobody. No,
6: it was a local game. Oh, yeah.
7: was it? Was mm-hmm. it Dodger Stadium? Yeah,
1: it was Dodger yeah. Stadium. Yeah.
7: Okay. They never stopped for one second. They no. just kept playing through it during the earthquake and the announcers, it's so funny because they're like, "How do these players on the field that field is earthquake going on? The players on the field are
5: asleep. How many times do I have to tell you that? <laughs> I mean it's baseball. it was it was crazy.
7: I will play this one piece of tape, though, and I think uh, I think you know. Uh, How much we love Frankie McDonald. And I think we all owe Frankie a a debt of gratitude as a result of this tape.
10: Hey, everybody. My name is Frankie McDonald. I finally got my 7.1 magnitude earthquake prediction for California right, which is 7.0 greater magnitude earthquake I did a video on in late December 2018. I finally got my earthquake prediction right for California. I've done a great job predicting the earthquake Best luckier! I'm Frankie McDonald. Frankie's
7: done a great job predicting the earthquake, Love. you guys, in wow. December. So eight, seven months ago, he yeah. came on and said there was going to be a 7.0 or higher in Southern California, and boom! Fourth of July, Fifth of July. By
5: there the way, we could have all said that,
9: but we did. <laughs> but we didn't. But, but we, we did. Suck it, yeah. Lucy
3: Jones. <laughs>
9: oh. <laughs> Suck it, <at> Lucy Jones. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
7: Whose side you come down on, it's called Who's the Dick? I mean, you got to give us the right delivery. Oh, I thought we had an intro. We don't have an intro. never did. It's called Who's the Dick? All right. A couple weeks ago, you may have seen back on social media, and this comes up from time to time, the heated debate over who gets the armrest on a plane. And there's an (laughs) argument, a very strong argument from people who say that the guy in the middle seat deserves both armrests. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that, but that's not what this topic is all about. There is another plain controversy going on right now okay. that I need you guys to weigh in on. Is it acceptable to ask someone to switch seats with you on a flight? Is it acceptable to ask? Of course. It all began when one man aired his grievances on Twitter after a plane passenger refused to swap seats with him. He uh, went up to this pasture. Here's what uh, here's what Daniel Bredig tweeted. A boomer refused to swap seats on a flight this morning to let my girlfriend and I sit together on the last day before we're apart for two and a half months because he wanted to look out the window. All okay, right. Okay.
6: So he had a window seat, and this guy didn't want to give him a window seat.
7: This guy, uh, there's this is one of the interesting aspects of this story is. We have to f- we have to project why the passenger who was asked to switch seats said no. Okay. He said he wanted to look out the window. Yeah, I would guess most people who have the window pick the window on purpose because right. they mm-hmm. want to look out the window because they want the window. Yeah. People have weighed in very heavily against Daniel for asking the guy not for not so much for asking the guy to switch seats, but for apparently sounding kind of bratty about it. As if the fact that this guy and his girlfriend were going to be apart for two and a half months had anything to do with the passenger that he approached on the plane. Like, that's kind of not that dude's problem. Right. You know what I mean? That he and his girlfriend. All right. So this is what he said. Hundreds of uh, people liked the post. More than 200 people commented on it, sharing their thoughts on the situation. Jeff Bryan writes in. Did you stomp your feet like the spoiled, (laughs) entitled brat you come across (laughs) as? Lachlan McKay, one of your people, Allie. There are so many steps you could have taken prior to boarding to ensure that you sat next to her if you felt it was that important. You put yourself in that situation, not the boomer. Matt Hoffman. I mean, you've gotten upset at someone for not being considerate to your situation without knowing anything about theirs. Everything about this exchange seemed reasonable up until the moment you posted this tweet. So, what do you guys think? Is it if somebody comes up to you on a plane, Kevin, and says, Hey, my girlfriend and I would like to sit together, but you like your seat? Are you a dick for not letting those two sit together and, st- and stand on your ground? I don't,
5: um, I wouldn't put this on everybody, but I feel like I sort of am. So I usually just say, yeah, wherever, whatever, if it helps, fine. But I don't know that
6: I should judge everybody else on that. Mm-hmm. If it's a comparable seat, too. I'm not moving to a middle seat if I have a window yeah. well, for anything. Uh, for for anything. anything. So yeah. absolutely not. And then you can say, well, what about a parent that wants to sit with their kid? Okay, you should have figured that out before you got on the plane. But in
5: that case, I probably would. Absolutely. Having said that, this guy just... He yeah. lo- as soon as the guy said, "No, I'd rather have my own seat. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It's over. That guy has nothing else and to I say. And I
6: think if you're posting and making a point of saying the boomer, like you, what you're saying is this grumpy old man wouldn't let yes. me, this wonderful guy who just wants to spend time with his girlfriend. F you, dude. You sound like an a-hole. <laughs> I agree.
7: I was so surprised to hear you say that, Allie. I, re- I totally Why? agree with to you. I, I don't know. I just I felt like that you, I felt like that you the room would mostly say that the guy should have switched seats. No. I,
5: I would have, but I can't put that on anyone else. No. And he's right,
7: by the way. Look, I know that we're all speculating here. I mean, the guy could have been, the the guy who was asked to switch seats could have been a selfish asshole. We don't know, okay? But he also could have been a guy who's on, you know, who has a week to live and would just like to look out the window at the (laughs) earth before he dies. I mean, you don't know what people are going through, Why don't you just go with a day? A day to (laughs) (laughs) live. He's going to die by the time the plane ends, and he wants to die looking at the sun. (laughs) You don't know, man. I mean, people are claustrophobic. There's a lot of
5: reasons why. people
6: are afraid deathly afraid of flying maybe looking out the window is the only thing that's going to keep them sane for that flight i think if you
5: can it's fine to ask but sure. it's on them a hundred percent and if they say no oh well you
7: you move on yeah i agree with you by the way the final result showed that 64 percent of those who took part thought that it was a reasonable request to ask which i think we all agree sure 36% thought you'd be pushing your luck if you did this. And I don't even know what that means. I don't think there's... I, I mean, pushing I, your I, luck if you asked? If you ask. And I don't I don't understand that at all because there's no danger in asking. You right, know what of I mean? course. But like you said, you don't get butt hurt if the guy says no. Right. It's I on agree. you to sit together. All right, so in this case, who's the dick? I guess we've decided it's the passenger who asked, right? Just because he threw a big tantrum afterwards. Yes. Yes. But I think this you is, have to say it right. Because this has been Who's the Dick?
9: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
7: I got an email from our old friend Annel that was very concerning over the holiday. Hey there, fellow sexy humans. Hope all has been well. I know I've been kind of scarce these days, stupid kids and their needs, but I need a favor. The other night, some scumbags broke into the equipment room and stole thousands of dollars worth of football equipment from the Bell Gardens Lancers Youth Football Organization. Totally wiped them out. They got everything jerseys, helmets. They even stole the cheer uniforms. The cheer uniforms. Hey, don't be so judgy there. I got some, you know, I'm just. How do you sell that stuff? The well, ask Bean.
6: The, <laughs> Other uh, than the cheer uniforms.
7: <laughs> I'm asking, how do I buy that stuff? That's, <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Uh, the season starts in 21 days, and these kids have nothing now. Not so much as a football or a pom-pom. Our league oh. is starting a GoFundMe to try to replace the equipment. I was wondering if I could come on air for a few minutes to get the word out about the campaign. Anel, first of all, welcome. How you been? Great to talk to you. <laughs> I have been good, man, just out here
2: making babies I cannot afford. All right, good. That's, you know, what I do. (laughs) What is your connection
7: with the Bell Gardens Lancers? Do any of your uh, many children uh, participate in that program?
2: My youngest uh, son, Asa, I'm sorry, oldest son, Asa, actually plays football in the league that the Bell Garden Lancers are part of. We are part of the San Gabriel Valley Junior All-American Football Conference. Uh, this actually is funny, man. You guys have a connection to this league, man. You don't even know. You do? oh You do, man. Hey, let me tell you, something. our very own Dave Sanchez, the king of Mexico, uh-huh. once former mighty East L.A. Bobcat. No nah, kidding. Nah, Dave did, was a you bobcat. You guys didn't know that, did you? Dave was a bobcat. Myself, I, I played for the Walnut Cowboys as well as my son.
5: What position did Dave play? Because I can't see this happening.
2: Who, Dave? I was uh, a tackle was or something played. like that. Dave played uh, end and tackle. He sat at the end of the bench and tackled anybody <laughs> who got close to the water cooler. Uh, <laughs> So, now, what
7: do we know about this robbery? I mean, you did get some pretty good coverage in the days following the robbery. I mean, I saw it on the news. I know it was on NPR. Where was this stuff held and uh, any leads
2: on who did it or why? Well, Bill Gardens High School, as you guys know, sits it's, it's, it's in you know a pretty residential neighborhood, mm-hmm. basically. And what, the way it works is the youth football program, they have a, a big, giant equipment shed, you know, one of the big, giant, you know, yeah. cargo-type containers there. And it's been converted basically to like, an equipment room. And they wiped us all out, man. I don't know how. Uh, but as far as the win, it would have to be the overnight, sometime right before the first of the month. And uh, yeah, man, somebody got in there, and they. And, and the thing about it is, I mean, youth, youth youth football equipment has like no street value. Yeah, that's my you know question. I mean? How do you like, sell that? Yeah, I well, want one piece at a time, online, I don't know, somewhere Crazy. around LA, there is some low life running around with a truck full of kids' football equipment.
5: Hey, I've got a helmet that's slightly used by a <laughs> seven-year-old, anyone interested?
2: Yeah, we well, think that's pretty much the basics of it, you know, this is not like it's adult equipment, you know, from the high schools, or that kind of stuff, or, you know, or the college level, no, this is specific youth football equipment that, I gotta be honest with you guys, really does not fit anybody but children. Right. I mean, those ones right. are like medieval torture devices for an adult. So you wouldn't yeah. want to put one of those on just of course, you know. And so yeah, so basically we got a GoFundMe going, and I I got to thank you guys, man. It's starting to catch fire. You oh know good, what I mean? we're uh, you know I, I I haven't checked recently. I think last night we're at about seven thousand dollars in uh, basically about the last week. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest, man, football equipment is not cheap. Yeah. I mean, it's just not. You know, if you drop a Google search for just youth football helmet, you're looking anywhere between the 80 and, you know, 150 balls. Although box. there's a
5: lot of them yeah. for like 30, 40 now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. uh, uh, Nothing uh, but used it
2: equipment. Hey, I tell you what, hey, anybody comes across and you like, you know, candy apple red football helmets, you know, you got my Twitter. You know,
7: <laughs> I, I have to ask you this because I, I did see a couple of people in the comment section of the GoFundMe when I was on the page. People were surprised at how much the goal was, which is $50,000, which Seem like, I don't know, I feel like you could get the chargers for that, the real, you know, the actual chargers for
2: that. Why, why so yeah, well, much money? You know, I gotta be honest with you, man, football equipment is expensive, alright, just to kind of give you an idea, just to kind of break it down. Uh, you're looking, at, like I said, about a hundred bucks for a helmet, when you're looking at shoulder pads, uh, you know, all the pieces that go along with it and all the equipment, you're looking at ballpark between, you know, 150 to 200 bucks And how many kid's kid outfit. This program's got a lot of kids, man. This is a huge program. You've got kids starting as young as six years old with the flag program going up to high school level, which is wow. 13. So you're looking at probably the excess of between 200 to 300 kids. So wow. do some simple math on that. I mean, it sounds like it's a lot of money, but you got to understand, this is stuff that's been accumulated literally over, like, years and years and years. So when you got to replace a couple of helmets here, a couple of pads there, it's not a big deal for any program. We're all kind of built for that. Sure. But when you got to replace everything, yeah. I mean Everything, brother, they got. I'm talking about. They need new shoelaces for the girl's shoes, man. Everything they got it all, man. I mean, you know, they left everything, but you know what I'm saying, except the kitchen sink, bro. I mean, it's it, it's it's gone. You know, well, I went and checked back on the shed. I, and it was, I mean, it was completely vacated.
7: I hope there's karma somewhere down the road for those bastards that stole from this program, even from kids, for God's sakes. All right, we're going to post it on our uh, Twitter, on our uh, Kevin Mean Instagram as well. But uh, if people don't go there,
2: what's an easy way to remember how to get to the GoFundMe page, Anel? You know, if you're if you're on GoFundMe, you just type in Bell Gardens football. It should okay. pop right up. It's yep. just the number one campaign. It's trending. And I I can't thank you guys enough, man. You guys are really of the best.
6: By the way, Anel, there is a comment saying some guy is offering a bunch of stuff. So I looked at this guy's site. It's all orange helmets, so it's not ah, It's not the person that stole you. it. Yeah, you,
2: you know what? Because you can't, a buddy play. You can't I, paint a helmet. I know that. Sparkles. Yeah, well, you know what's funny, man? It's weird how, these, how this helmet paint is. Like, football helmets are weird. If you paint a football helmet with just good old-fashioned Krylon, it chips free. It looks terrible by the end of the game, you know. But, yeah, so, hey, if anybody out there, has, you know, got a lead on, a, uh, like I said, the candy apple red football helmets, any kind of bell guards, jerseys, holla at your boy.
7: <laughs> all right. Good deal, Anel. Thanks for <laughs> jumping on. Good luck. Keep us posted, all right? Hey, thanks. I love you
2: guys,
9: man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Anel. So it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
7: Speaking of great, it's time for great news.
9: When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today.
3: Great News!
5: All right, mine starts in uh, Ireland, which I, of course, am a big fan of, as is Allie. Mm -hmm. Um, The little kid's name is Lorcan McCaffrey. And he's, in the beginning of this story, he's standing in a room that is wall, it, that is floor to ceiling covered in teddy bears. Oh. And he explains why.
3: My name is Larkin and I am four.
4: Well, I collect them because the, the children, but there was money for them to buy because they were in, in the hospital.
5: Okay, so you can't understand him. So no, not a word. <laughs> okay. So what I saying hate it yes. when little kids talk. I hate it. <laughs>
6: I think he was saying that he collects them for the little kids in the hospital. He
5: was. Thank you, Ally. Uh-huh. So, um, he's a four-year-old. He's been collecting uh, and donating um, stuffed toys for children who have been through something traumatic in the hospital. And here's his mom explaining how it all got started.
6: This little girl had come in from an accident and she had lost her parents. A policeman had come in with a huge white teddy bear with a red heart. So, with that, I explained to Lorcan what had happened, because he'd seen me crying and he says, mommy, can I have a black bag? And I says, Pep, what do you want it for? And he says, I want to go upstairs and put my bears into a bag. And he says, mommy, I'm here and you're here. And you always buy me toys anytime I want them. So he spoiled. So we've got that going, right?
7: Yeah, no. And, and they won't move further away from the guy playing the banjo
5: either. <laughs> I hate everything about this family. So he oh did, so he decides that he's going to collect toys for people who are in the hospital that have oh. lost loved ones. Uh-huh. And then it goes, so you know, it gets into social media and it takes off.
11: This has overwhelmed both myself and my son. I never thought it would actually have taken off as good as it has. We all need a bit of extra comfort.
5: And the teddy bears are going to be distributed by the police, the ambulance service, and domestic violence charities, and they're going to be given to kids who are going
7: through trauma.
9: Lovely. Yeah.
7: Here's what his dad had to say. be
9: a full moon a night, it be bright out, and could anyone up in the mountains night, That
7: is a wonderful story. He is Kevin. so proud, and that's my great news. <laughs> Well, my great news, I kind of have a little bit of a connection to because this young man, Michael Platt, is 13 years old now. He went to my high school. He was a Bowie, Maryland bulldog. Unfortunately, in uh, sixth grade at age of 11, he had to be taken out of school because he was diagnosed with epilepsy and his seizures were too frequent for him to be in a public school. So his mom started staying home. She had a job uh, with the Prince George's County school system there. She stayed home to take care of Michael full-time. And it was a devastating diagnosis for the family because he was a very active young boy. He uh, used to love to play uh, you know, football and climb trees and gymnastics and diving and everything else. And he wasn't allowed to do any of those things anymore. So now he's kind of stuck in the house because it makes the frequency, uh, the frequency of the seizures less. And he discovered on YouTube that he was fascinated with baking. He could not believe that people could take eggs, flour, and water and turn them into things like cakes. So he decided he wanted to bake. And not only did he start baking at home, but he decided that he was going to start a business where he makes cupcakes, cakes, and cookies. And like Tom's does with their shoes, you buy a pair of shoes, they give a pair to the homeless. Mm -hmm. That's what young Michael decided he was going to do with his cupcake business. So for every cupcake, cake or cookie that he sells, he donates another one to the homeless and the hungry. Twice a month, he heads out to locations including domestic violence shelters, transitional housing and McPherson Square in the district to pass out the goodies. He loves handing out cupcakes to kids. I know that I like cupcakes, but also cupcakes are part of a child's childhood, so everyone should get them. How about this little man, by the way? That's pretty cool. He also uh, bakes to raise money for hunger-fighting nonprofit groups. He spent a morning last weekend teaching a baking class at Williams-Sonoma in Annapolis to raise money for a charity in the area called No Kid Hungry. Uh, I just think he is uh, he's incredible. He says his hero growing up was Martin Luther King. He had an I Have a Dream poster in his grandparents' house, and he decided that he, too, was going to be a justice warrior, and this is the way that he has decided to help. At th- you know what I was doing when I was 13? I was throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Joyner. Right? You this should be embarrassed. Has, this kid ha- has a business out of his house where he's baking and giving away half of everything he bakes to the homeless and the hungry. So he is an awesome young man, Michael
6: Platt, and he is my great news I mean, Michael's cool, but he was, what, 13?
7: 13 now. Started the business at 11, yes. Yeah.
6: By the way, um, mine was four. All right. Okay. Uh, Kevin's winning this round (laughs) because my little girl is five years old. Okay. Her name is Tinsley Blue, but she's only five, already shown more empathy and wisdom than most of us will in a lifetime. She lives in northern Alabama, and occasionally when she was out with her mom, they would see the same homeless man. And they decided to bring him food one day. And then the next day, she's like, can we bring him a blanket? And then it just kind of went on from there she thought why are we not doing more for people so she began contributing her allowance to supplement families purchases of items for the homeless in their community she created what she calls blessings bags that's everything from clothing to tissues sanitary items books and more put into these little bags that she makes herself and then once a month her and her mother go around And this little five-year-old walks up and says, here you go, and hands them a bag of stuff that they just may not have out there. Something as, it sounds so crazy, but things like sanitary napkins for women who are homeless, that's one of the number one things that women need. So to have that every single month being brought to you by a little five-year-old, it's kind of lovely. So when she was asked why she does this, she said, because they don't have nobody to do it for them. So this little five-year-old and her mom have also created a Facebook page called Little Heroes for the Homeless, where if you want to donate some money so they can get some more things out there, I mean, northern Alabama, they don't have the services that a big city like L.A. I mean, look at how we take care of our homeless here. Really well. <laughs> oh, well we geez. give them all the pet rats they can handle. My God. It is is—it is not good. But um, Tinsley Blue.
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
7: You know how you have that guy (laughs) at work, guy or girl at work, who takes a lot of days off and has to get really, really creative with what's going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my garage door didn't open. I can't get into work. Oh, there was a flood. Oh, my grandfather died again. That's where Kevin's at right now. Okay. Kevin is My now... grandfather did not die again. Again. Kevin is run. now trying to get us to believe that he was bitten by a brown recluse spider. That's what he's come up with. Oh, I'm sorry about all these days I've been missing. Got bitten by a brown recluse spider, you guys.
4: Oh, that's such a big liar. <laughs> it sounds
7: shaky, and I'm going to need a little bit of evidence that that's what's going on here, Kevin. What's the story? The...
5: Okay, so I wake up one morning, and... By the way, this is gross.
6: It's yeah, you this can is leave really out gross. like the part where it's wet. I and want pussy. every detail. Okay.
5: I, I wake up one morning and my pillow has blood on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'm like, what the?
7: And you thought I killed another hooker.
5: God <laughs> damn it. I have to stop sleepwalk. I've Got to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> i have to stop taking Ambien. Um, no. So I had no idea what it was and I took a picture of it because I can't see it. It's on the back of my neck. And it was huge. And I went to the doctor, and the doctor. Okay, hold on.
7: Stop right there, because okay. this is where your story is already falling apart. Okay, you never is this felt a anything. Real story, by the way. You never felt anything? Uh, no, because it, it hurt in the morning when I woke up. The, no, the rap on a brown recluse spider is if you get st- if you get bit by a spider, a black brown recluse, mm-hmm. it's like you're on fire. Yeah, it's like it burns you. It hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. None of that. You slept Not- through it. Yes, but when I woke up, then I felt it
5: quite strongly. But it never woke you up. No. It happened while you were sleeping in your bed? As far as I know, yes. Okay. All right. So you go to the doctor. Go to the doctor, and he says words you never want to hear from a
7: doctor. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, no. And I was like, don't say that. I've never seen that on someone who's still alive, he said.
5: (laughs) (laughs) So then he sends me directly to a dermatologist, like immediately. Okay. Okay. And he calls the dermatologist who you can't get a, an appointment with. And he says, you need to fit this guy and blah, blah, blah. And I walk in and the guy looks at it and he goes, huh, haven't seen anything like that in a while. And I said, again, words I don't want to hear from right. a doctor.
7: Did either doctor immediately think spider bite? No. Okay. But, so right now they're just trying to figure out what has aggravated your skin so much. Yes, but what's okay. happened is the top layer of my skin,
5: the epidermis, is gone. It's oh. about the size of a credit card on the back of my neck. Okay. So the epidermis is gone and the dermis is gone. Whoa. The this layer underneath it. Yeah. So they're like, this is really weird. So they can see your brain if they're looking into your head <laughs> at this <screen. laughs> point. I don't think it's quite that bad. Okay. Because I don't have much of a brain. So he says, Well, just put a bandaid on it. Don't worry about it. And by the way, this was if you guys remember my story, this was what why I couldn't go to EDC in Vegas. This is yeah. this is my eighth week. Of wearing this bandage. Right. Eighth week. So every time I came in, and I told you guys, because I'm really grossed out by this, I told you guys they cut away scar tissue. Uh Uh-huh. It wasn't scar tissue. It was dead skin. My skin was dying. From the poison. Yes. Oh, no. So my skin was black.
6: Oh.
5: Oh, dude. So I was like, I can use the N-word now.
7: No, nope. I'm just kidding.
6: What so, is wrong <laughs> with you? No, 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 I'm just kidding. But, God, that took a
7: turn. But it when, was... When did anyone come up with the spider theory? Well, hold, please.
5: Okay, yes. So then they do a procedure on me where they ch- cut the skin off that's dead, that's black. Yeah. And the guy is using scissors.
6: I think you need a new doctor.
5: Okay. Um, <laughs> and... you're in a van.
6: And... It
5: doesn't... There, it doesn't work. He's like, "It's I can't cut... Because it was such a thick piece of skin, he couldn't cut through it. Ugh. Right? That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Are you anesthetized at this point? I um, hope. That particular time, yes.
7: Oh, good. Thank God. Okay.
5: So then, four other times, I had to go in and get dead skin removed. It's still spreading like that. So, that, so along the way somewhere, people were like, um... Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff that would do that. A brown recluse is one because they bite, the venom kills skin literally kills skin. Yeah. And can kill people. Right. It can be that bad. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a legit spider bite. Yes. I'm a, I'm strong as a horse though. So right. of course, you know. Yeah. Didn't So I went back four to five, now five you times. You are strong as a horse. You didn't even feel it when it I happened. Didn't know. So now I've gone back five times. And had more skin removed, more skin removed, more skin removed. Because basically what happens is it covers over and my body thinks, oh, okay, it's healed. And it stops trying to heal. But it hasn't healed yet. There's just dead skin there. So they cut it off. They cut it off. They give me a new bandage. They give me new medication. I go back. I come back in two weeks. Every single time they say these words, oh, we thought it'd be better by now. <laughs> oh, oh no. they say, Stop saying that. Does it still hurt? Yes. Oh. Eight you, weeks later, did you ever find the spider? No, but I did find other spiders, and I killed them immediately... Yeah. And then I check to see if they're brown recluses, and they're not so far. Okay. But I'm on a mission, and I will kill every spider that I see for the rest of my life. Well, I know this isn't a good time for me to say <laughs> this, but don't
7: kill spiders. This is always <laughs> beans big thing. Yeah, I'll pick sp- them up and put them outside. Spiders but, help us all. Hey, but, spiders are wonderful. But what I'm saying is, does that mean that that brown recluse, they're not like they're not like the, the, a certain kind of bee that dies once they sting you. Like, is that brown recluse still in your house? And could strike again is what I'm asking. I think it
5: may have died. I couldn't really tell because I was sort of just, like, like getting, trying to clean it off with some tissue or something because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I think I saw part of a spider, but I was I couldn't, like, make this sense. This is a horror movie. Yes. yes. This is a horror movie. Yes. Good morning, everybody. But you haven't heard the best part. Yeah. There's more. So now I'm going to the doctor, and the doctor's going to tell me Oh, it's either good enough, which I think it might be, so that the current, you know, treatment will work a couple weeks. Just which,
6: over time. Which they've yeah.
5: told me since day one, a couple weeks. What but, is right. the treatment? Is it a, a, a salve, or what are they doing for yes, it? Yes, and it's a specifically type of, uh, of medicine that they can put on. You cover it with a bandage. It's supposedly, I'm telling you guys, this is so gross. This medicine supposedly, like, rids... Dead skin. That's exactly what it's for. Okay. Well, that's what you need. That's great. Yes. So I'm going to go in and have an appointment, and they're mm-hmm. going to tell me either A seems to be working. Let's stay the course. Right. Or B, you need a skin graft. Okay. And I said, explain, from another black guy, explain. <laughs> I said, explain the skin graft, and they said, okay, we take skin from your from your scalp. Well, first we cut much deeper and much wider to make sure we get everything.
7: Right. Oh, my God. You're not going to have a neck left. Right.
5: So then, how can I support this giant head without a neck? Why scalp, though? Then they said they'll take they will take skin from my scalp. Yes. Not like, what do you mean, yes? Why not
6: thigh or butt? That's what yes. I said. Because, great question. Because oh, there's so much. Yeah.
5: I have a lot of yeah. scalp. Okay. Let's okay. be honest. I have a giant head. Okay. But I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. So then I said, trying to be funny, oh, is my neck going to grow hair now? And he didn't laugh because he's no. heard that joke. Sure. <laughs> so many times. Sure. Like, Look, this is my first time. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to find out this week if I get to have s- scalp skin put on my neck.
7: Oh, my God. What the heck? That's my question. So who finally came up with Brown Recluse? Two different doctors. Doc- two different doctors said that's what it looks like. To yes. Me. And
5: then also when I was in Vegas, the World Series of Poker, I had an EMT that would change it. And he said, I've I've seen this here in Vegas a lot. It's That's a Brown Recluse. And I was like, I, but how come? But and then when you start to think back about all of the different times they had to remove dead skin, yes, totally makes sense.
7: It's, un- it's unbelievable. I'm gonna that take is-
5: skin from my scalp.
7: Yeah, yeah. And what does that mean? Am I gonna be like half bald? Yeah. That's a good look. (laughs) It's it's unbelievable that it took that many doctor's appointments for somebody to figure that out.
5: Well, I think it was. They see it so rarely, maybe. It kept happening and kept happening. And there are only a few things that can cause that to happen. Yeah. So every time I came in and said they had to remove scar tissue, it was like dead tissue that they were removing.
6: And I don't think California sees as many brown recluse as different states.
5: That's what I thought. But apparently they're all over. Really? But they don't necessarily interact with people all that much. They're not looking for people. They're not trying to attack people. I mean, it's possible I just laid on it or something. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. I know that my head will be gone by the end of this. <laughs> I
7: do know that. Is that an exaggeration? I don't think, I don't it, think it doesn't know. sound like it, based on what you've told us so far. All right. So here's the uh, here's the topic. We need to hear from other uh, people, Kevin and Bean listeners, who have been bitten by Brown recluse spiders. Maybe black widow spiders. Yeah, or something equally uh, destructive. Yeah. Yeah, because... I have long contended that spiders are our friends. Yeah, and they're, they're I with... was
5: so mad at Bean. I was so <laughs> mad. I texted him. I was like, how dare you? I'm <laughs> killing every spider I can find now.
7: Well, now, unfortunately, as a result of this conversation, so is everybody listening. <laughs> because if that's a real possibility, I mean, that's, that's scary as F, man. Yeah. So we want to hear your spider tales of woe is what we're looking for. You got bit by a bad, bad spider. Oh, that's this is to encourage for. me? Uh, no, this is just to find out what other people's experiences have been because you're not out of the woods yet. My no, I'm not. That's true. So we want to we want to we want to hear from people who you know had everything amputated, with all all the hair is a brain in the jaw. <laughs> the worse the better. So give us a call right now. One 1067 What kind of spider bit you, and what was the recovery like? We'll take your calls next on K Rock.
9: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
5: K Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it uh, Julia in Anaheim. Good morning, Julia.
4: Good morning. You were bitten by a brown recluse as well? I was. So I woke up. This would have been September of 2016. Mm -hmm. Woke up with a spider bite on my left shoulder and my left hip. And I didn't know what it was. I woke up with it like you, and it hurt so bad. Okay. Um, And waited a few days, and then it started to bubble. And skin started to peel back. So I went to urgent care. They didn't know what it was. They didn't even know what to do with me. They had a physician's assistant performing some weird surgery on me with a local anesthetic.
5: Yep, had it done. And,
4: <laughs> okay, and I wanted to, I, I, I needed whiskey and a piece of wood in my mouth. Oh, it whiskey. It was horrible. Shh. Wait, yeah. did this happen in the 1870s? Is <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, this the history? Wild West? <laughs> whiskey would have been better than the local anesthetic that they gave
5: me. yeah same so where was it was it in anaheim that you got bit yep okay
7: dude how so, long yeah. how long did the recovery take julia what did, did you end up having to get a skin graft like our man kevin might
4: well i got really lucky uh, my doctor kind of recognized that they brought in a specialist and he said that's a brown recluse and we need to do surgery on you tomorrow morning first thing So mine went about two weeks, and it was the peel back and the bleeding, and it was horrible. And got in, had surgery. What they had to do was they had to dig out the infection, and I had open wounds. So they had to have a nurse come in every day to my home, and I had to have my wounds packed with medical gauze, cleaned every day, and repacked. For how long now? A couple weeks? That was two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. And then i had to go to wound care for three months
7: oh
5: my god! three
4: months three months and he said you are so lucky to not have to have had a skin graft i he said i deal with this every day brown recluses are in california people don't believe it and essentially he said you're lucky to have your limbs and you are lucky to not have like a cavern in your shoulder and your hip because this a lot is of people lose you're skin. lucky to have yep. your limbs this oh, is unbelievable God. wow yeah
7: all right well so you're fine yeah. now everything's okay you just burned that house down and moved on right
4: <laughs> basically <laughs> all <basically>, right <laughs> <basically, laughs> yeah. appreciate I hope the call you get better. i thank wish you, you well <laughs> thank <laughs> you very okay. much for
7: sharing wow that's terrifying Kevin. <sighs> yeah that helps I saw that uh, arachnophobia was playing on uh, Showtime over the weekend, Yeah, but I didn't think it would end up on our show this Mm, morning. People are being, apparently, every one of our listeners has been bitten (laughs) by a poisonous spider and almost lost a limb. Kevin, you're not the only one. Look at these phones. This is crazy. All right, let's start with Johan on line two. Let's squeeze in as many as we can here. Johan joins us from El Monte. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. Thanks for calling in. It was a friend of yours that was bitten by a, a recluse spider? Hello? Yeah. Hi. Hi. You're wasting no, my Gilbert. big intro, Johan. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm not Johan. That's
5: why. <laughs> okay. Good, Gilbert. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure why our people wrote Johan, but I don't care. We're gonna call you Johan if that's all right. <laughs> it's not okay, your fault. Johann. I'm sure. I'm Johann sure somehow
7: Muggs needs <laughs> to be fired. But who got bit by a spider, Gilbert? He named Bato, He got bit in the
2: chest, and um, he 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 just like uh, what happened to Kevin. They had to dig everything out. But they did a skin graft, and they got it from his butt.
5: Oh, so but, I all need a friends, butt graft.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, so all our friends, every time we say, hey, when so when your chest itches, it smells like butt. <laughs> Stupid.
4: <laughs> I, I support he's, it. He's
2: lucky to have friends like you.
7: <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> all right, sir. Thank you for the call. Let's see if this is really Brian on Line 6, San Bernardino, or if they're just making up names. I hope Johan. Welcome to the show. Man, How yeah. are you?
12: Brian. Hi, Brian. Oh, good. All right. What happened? Uh, so a few years back, man, I was serving in the uh, the Marine Corps, and uh, we were doing some desert training out in 29 Palms, California, uh, and it's, it's like mid-August, you know, super hot. And uh, about three, four days into it, man, I'm crawling into my sleeping bag at night to get some sleep, and I wake up with a giant freaking bulge right next to my testicles, and it's all red and pussy, so uh, I go over to, right, instantly oozing. So I cruise over to the medic and I show him what's going on. And he's like, dude, that's a brown recluse bite. We got to take care of this now. So he gets out his scapel and right there on the scene, dude, right in front of everybody, he lances. Oh. And and this, this bite is, is a quarter inch from my left testicle. It is like it's hanging on, on the scrotum. Mm. Oh. So it's... Extremely painful, extremely sensitive, and now I got 30 guys standing around looking at my my testicles. Check this out. This, out. this <laughs> is weird. <laughs> uh, long story short, they uh, they drain it and lance it, and over the next couple of days, I have the the, the necrosing skin scrubbed away, and and I'm left with a gaping wound, and I have to have skin grafts, which they take from my ass cheek. Ass no cheek seems wow. to be
5: the popular <laughs> one. His
7: story has That's
12: everything.
5: Everything. By the way, I'm not um, a fan of the word gaping in any way right, no. right. I, we could delete that from the english
7: yeah, language that's not a I great would, word how happy. do you feel about pussy kevin i'm not a fan how about oozing not a fan i'm telling you Brian's story had everything <laughs> wow uh, all right we only have time thank you so much brian we appreciate you and appreciate your service as well kevin we got a lot to choose from but we only have time for one more so you pick who do you who do you like which um, one of your people do you want to go to here let's see let's go to mike because
5: this could be the worst outcome hey mike and whittier hey guys how's it going good thank you hey Real quick, first of all, really, no ding for a uh, piece of wood in my mouth? Where you guys at? <laughs> fired right, right. You're right. You Let know me what? Down. A little bit rusty yep. coming back for vacation. That one's Sorry. on me. I apologize. Yep. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyways, I'm going like to my
2: love spiders. I think they do a great job, so i never kill them. But I have been bitten by blackwoods twice now. The result is in the hospital. Uh, the first time, I didn't know what it was, but my hand started to swell. And it started going on my arm with a red line, the whole thing, Ooh. for a few days. And I thought, okay, maybe I should go look into this. And um, I went to the doctor. They immediately sent me to the hospital. And I was on antibiotics and IVs for a few days. And it, and it kind of pushed it all back to where it started, formed a big, huge... Uh, Blister, or pus blister, okay, or something on the are, back of my okay. hand. Just,
7: yeah, okay. had to be lanced. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. pus blister. <laughs> <to the> weedy <laughs> roast. Can't wait. <laughs> You're okay now, though. Yeah, it's all good. The next year, I got another one, but I knew what it was
2: this time, and so I went a little sooner, and it was all good.
6: Dude, where cool. <laughs> do you live in a shed? And it was cool. Do you live in a shed, <laughs> Bean? Wonders.
8: No, sir, I do not.
5: But I don't kill them. They're around my house, and I don't kill them. And so what yeah, that, that word,
7: I kill no. them. I kill all of them. Okay, is, is uh, what I meant. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, and R.I.P. Kevin.
9: <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K Rock, K Rock Q.
7: Q. Ali is here. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Monday.
6: I mean, uh, no big deal. They've won four World Cups and just did uh, back-to-back World Cups. Yeah. Uh, The United States women's team, kind of killing it out there, right?
5: More than kind of, yes. Yeah,
6: insane. Well, the U.S.'s 2-0 victory over the Netherlands is the highest-rated soccer telecast in the United States since... The 2015 women's final. So when they won
5: that World Cup.
6: When they won that one. Remember last year the men's World Cup title? Well, not a lot of people do. Yeah,
5: because the men didn't make it. Yeah, didn't make it didn't qualify. Yeah.
6: So I mean, they that's uh, that's pretty good. Kevin, you watched? I imagine a lot of oh, soccer over the break. I'm
5: so happy. Yeah. I'm so
7: disappointed now that I can't go and watch a game.
6: <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's right? over. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I heard that the uh, the U.S. Women's National Team soccer jersey is the best-selling soccer jersey in Nike history. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But at least they get paid a lot less than the men. A right.
5: lot
6: less, yeah. yeah. So. I did see one guy um, really upset on, on the interwebs that he couldn't get a jersey in his size. <laughs> I was like, okay, that actually makes me laugh because he wanted a women's soccer jersey so bad, but he was a bigger gentleman. I was like... See, that's your problem right now. But these women just want to get paid equally. Yeah. But he's got a point, too. He should be able to get a shirt in his size. What are we doing? I'm sure he can order one. I'm sure. Just because he's bigger
7: than that. Yeah. So, Allie, will the president invite them to the White House after all the the war of words that has gone back and forth between he and Megan?
6: I think he has to just to save any face. Absolutely. Whether they go, they will not. Yeah.
7: They he will has, not go. There have been other women's championship teams that have not been invited. He's yeah. been very low on inviting women to the White House, right. which is weird because you think of all presidents who would want women in the White House to be Donald Trump, but not so much when it comes to sports teams. But I feel like he has to. This is so high profile and there's been so much said and written about it. Yeah. I feel like he has to. And then it kind of puts him in a tough spot if they all say no.
6: But it also puts him in a worse spot if he doesn't ask. Then it's just oh yes. you're being so petty. Just uh, what are you doing? Right. And I think it will it will make his base happier if they do say no. Then they could all say oh they're not true Americans. They can't put their politics aside. So right. I think he actually wins in this by asking yeah. them to come. Yep, could be. Could be. But uh, congrats
5: to them though. They yeah. won four games that were all battles. Yeah, it was really tough.
6: That uh, that Rapino lady. She's fantastic. Um, I don't know how lesbianism works, but I'm sure she made a bunch of new ones. She has a wife. <laughs> yeah,
8: I'm sure
6: she made a lot of a super gay. Because I have never thought about being a lesbian, but I was like a little bit. Yeah, you very bit much. Whatever she's doing, Absolutely. you want to start doing. I'm into it. Let's, let's do this. I don't know how lesbianism <laughs> works. <laughs> I'm pretty
1: sure you can catch I would it on the do. TV.
6: <laughs> I think I, I caught it watching. <laughs> I'm not sure about anyone else. And that other player, that Alex, what is Morgan? Yeah. Morgan is captain, she a supermodel?
5: No, but she's a model. No, they do have amazing looking women, but they're also amazing uh,
6: athletes. Unbelievable! Both. Yeah, they almost almost made me want to do cardio.
7: But wow. then I was like, that's no. saying something. Yeah. Then I
6: was Guys, like, no.
7: I don't think I could run to the end of the field and right. back one time. No. <laughs> I really don't. No. And they do it for 45 minutes at a time.
6: Yeah, it's insane. Soccer's a lot of running, you it's guys. It's a lot of running. <laughs> do you guys need me to be the soccer correspondent? I, I, mean, I mean, we do now. As
5: long as you can bring it onto the air, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because congratulations to the U.S. women. Unbelievable.
6: Congrats. Some birthdays for you guys. Jaden Smith, Sophia Bush, back Billy Crudup. Milo Ventimiglia, what are you laughing at over there, Chip? Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Me me doing
9: dumb things. (sighs) Mm -hmm.
6: And Kevin Bacon. (laughs) That's what's happening.
9: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store
2: today
0: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
7: so if Jensen's going to take time off every single time he has a kid is that going to be a problem for us Jesus. This one with the spider bites? Because he has so many kids? This one with the. Well, so far he's only had time to have one. They've barely been married. All right, let's check in with the new papa and find out what's going on. Jensen,
10: how are you, sir? Hello, friends. Hi, guys. I'm nervous people are getting the stories messed up and they think that my child has been bitten by a recluse spider. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. That was Kevin, yes. That was me. First okay. of all, let me okay. say
7: we, uh, we miss you, and we're sorry that you're not Thank here you. with us today, but we understand you're, a, you're on a very important mission, you and Danielle. You have to bring the listeners up to speed with what's been going
9: on with Little Adler.
10: Yeah, so last time you guys heard me before the vacation was Thursday the, tw- uh, the 19th, and uh, we, are, we were due a month later, uh, which we were fine with. I mean, we haven't even put in my like you know child driver's seat yet. All those things haven't happened yet. And next thing you know uh her water broke out of nowhere we didn't even know what it was we were like this is crazy uh we go to the hospital and uh it's also you know that's basically what's supposed to happen you just you know your water breaks you go to the hospital and i noticed as they were taking the ultrasound that our doctor's face had went from jovial to uh what looked sad what looked bummed mm. and i i i sensed it pretty fast and looked at her and asked what it was and she pretended nothing was wrong and we learned quickly over the next i guess hour that uh they had found fluid inside of our our baby's lungs uh and at the time they believed heart which was a very scary yeah situation and so we went into full emergency mode and when you create these like birth plans i know there's a lot of parents listening um you think you know we're gonna have all this time, and the baby's gonna come out. And they're gonna put him on our chests, and we're gonna kiss him and and get to talk to him. And 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 you know you have these plans that are set up, and and immediately ours changed. It went from from having time with the baby once he was born to basically being rushed off, hoping he's breathing. Uh, you know they they talked about you know looking back, it's insane, but they talked about you know we would have a helicopter that would take him to another hospital. Oh my god, um, if, if he needed to be. And and Danielle and I you know, for lack of a better word, freak the F out. Uh it was very difficult to go from, you know, this is gonna be an adorable baby that, you know, we're gonna grow up and he's gonna eventually like pay taxes to so now we're like hoping, you know, he survives his birth. Um and that was insane. And, and 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 so now what what happened, we were very lucky in the sense that the baby came out crying. So we knew that, that uh he, Adler Lawrence Carp, uh, six pounds, five ounces we knew that he was breathing immediately, which was very nice. Um, but we are still in the hospital uh, because they are still dealing with with the liquid, the fluid that is in his lungs. It wasn't in his heart after all.
7: Um, so not in heart total- is
5: is better.
10: Yes,
7: it okay. is better. That's how Kevin uh, and, asks questions, Dal Jensen.
10: <laughs> well, that is what, you know, his medical his medical school background does allow the question. questions. Uh, and so, you know, we basically are now, you know, we're playing the waiting game. We're trying to figure out what that fluid was at the same time. He's still a preemie. He's still basically two weeks early at this point. Uh, and so, Danielle and I sleep on a matchbox bed. It is the size of a sardine can. Uh, and we're here 24 hours, and she's been an incredible partner. And what I really wanted to do was call in and obviously give everyone an update since everyone's been asking. And, and everyone has been so sweet from K Rock and uh, listeners of the show, you know, leaving notes on social media. But I also wanted to celebrate NICU uh, hospital workers. Uh, these nurses and these doctors are literal angels given to us and they, you know, we've been in the hospital now for two weeks watching them take care of these kids. And, and and we found out how many people out there just from messages have faced this same sort of journey and how how joyous it can be at times and how painful it can be at times. And just, uh, I know we raised money for NICU recently yeah. uh, at K-Rock and And it's just, it's almost like Danielle and I have joined a bit of a fraternity here and it's it's difficult but we're we're so happy to be in the right hands and and these amazing people who've been taking care of a little adler who's so cute by the way he he looks like if if marv albert was goss
6: mm-hmm. yeah a lot <laughs> like, of you know, hair a lot of yeah, hair on that lot, little dude i wasn't expecting that description
10: <laughs> yeah he has a lot of hair he's very very pale uh but he's adorable and and uh, we just want to get out of here. And and, uh, and I guess uh, my whole point here is is you never think of those things. And if you're pregnant or if you're going to have a kid and you have these plans, just to be able to shift and think about those things ahead of time because it, uh, it, it's very difficult.
5: And tell it. me if you have the same experience that I did, which is the NICU nurses basically treat the parents as much as they do the kid. You know what I mean? Like they're psychologists, oh. they're psychiatrists, they're comforting, they oh, help you. Yeah.
10: Oh, yeah, they're looking for when we're crying. Uh, they're doing all those things. And basically, I think Danielle and I haven't left here. We haven't went home. And, and uh, one of the reasons is because we feel that it's part of our journey as well. So every we've become friends with them. We We have nicknames for some of the nurses. Uh, we 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 basically become food critics of the downstairs cafeteria. Uh, it's, it's it's just part of our of our process now. This is the voice
7: of our friend Jensen Karp, co-host of the Kevin and Nev Bean Show, along with Kevin Bean and Allie. We're talking about his baby boy, uh, Adla Lawrence, who is mm-hmm. uh, a preemie and is still in the hospital um, in in ICU is that what they is that what they call it there?
10: It's NICU. called NICU but yeah. yeah I mean it's all it's all sort of an emergency room situation. So uh,
7: he's he's in one of those uh, one of those little bubbles that you, you that has the, the holes the side you put your hands in
10: to, oh, to yeah. be able to the, touch Oh yeah the doctors the doctors do call it the bubble uh everywhere <laughs> I go they go it's the bubble Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
6: Uh, they are yeah, no. so mad at me, Jensen, for saying incubator. <laughs> They're so angry yeah. with me.
10: <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, Adler just looked at me and he said, why did they help him?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry,
8: Adler, I let you down. <laughs> what sorry, is the, uh, What can
7: you tell us in layperson's terms, because believe it or not, yeah. we're not doctors, about this fluid no. on the lungs? What is taking so long for it to come out?
10: Uh, well, they don't know, man. I mean, it's plural fusion. I mean, here's the thing: it, it, it is now, They don't know what it is. So, so basically, when 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 they first saw it, they said that it was minimal to severe. Um, severe, clearly was it, or moderate to severe? Sorry, uh, severe was the ter- terrifying num- the name. But but since then, it's become uh, minimal. It's become uh, much smaller. So, it, it basically babies are like are like wolverine they can just like heal themselves out of nowhere it's very it's incredible and so what they think is that it's sort of absorbing in his lungs and going away over time and now you know he had all these very scary tubes coming in and out of him and now he's down to just one uh for feeding coming out of his mouth and 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 that's been obviously a uh, very much easier for danielle i to see um but yeah in layman's terms they just kind of think it'll go away in time okay. which i just I can't believe, but how much uh, time do you
5: you have an idea how much time?
10: No, they don't know. So we, we have, we have a good feeling about, honestly, we have a good feeling about late this week. Um, but, uh, you know, we've had good feelings before, (laughs) uh, you know, you get, you get hiccups and, and, you know, our doctors have always been warning us since day one. They'll be like, they'll see how happy we are. And we kind of thought they were being Debbie downers, but they would say, you know, out of nowhere, hiccups can come and, you know, and then they come and, you kind of got to brace yourself that this is uh, a marathon. I mean, sorry, being to bring up a marathon. So
1: <laughs> it's so uh, painful.
10: But, uh, yeah, but it's more of a marathon than a sprint. Uh, did, so, you so tell Adler, the
7: did you tell Adler the, the Clippers news, the big Clippers news? Uh,
10: well, he now knows. I mean, with a, with a middle name like Kawhi, he has to figure <laughs> out. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. He, uh, Danielle, it's so funny. Danielle, I do believe, could have a bit of psychic ability because – about i don't know about eight months ago she said how weird will it be when you this is real by the way not a bit she said how weird will it be when adler uh when our son is here and uh it's the first year the clippers win the championship and i go there's no way this is a loser team (laughs) i mean you know they're they're all they're all hard knocks and you know they, they they're they're you know a hard they're a very good team but they're not champions and she goes oh you know whatever and then next thing you know Really? Out of nowhere, now we're a contender. So Still actually, not think, champions, if, by the way. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but, if, <laughs> but if Adler is able to have a championship Clippers team a year into his life, I'm going to resent that he didn't feel the pain. As, uh, yes, exactly. It's <laughs> hardly the fair, Clippers is it? Field
7: is yeah. there
10: anything that we
7: on the show or the listeners who care very much about you two can do to help? Yep.
10: You know, in real life, uh, I, I really hope that if you're ever given the opportunity to volunteer or give money to NICU or anything along those lines, um, you really should. And not just because of our baby, not just because of Adler, but because it, it's an unsung thing, man. I mean, here on the show ourselves, both uh, Kevin and I have had this experience. Uh, by the way, if you have twins, you're kind of here no matter what. Yeah. Uh And so you'd be surprised. Danielle and I are shocked. You know, we kind of came into this thinking we wouldn't have so many people in our lives texting and emailing. And um, you learn quickly. This is a very common experience that we're we're having. And it is so hard. Uh, And and I think that if you're at all able to give money to an NICU or or volunteer your time, that would be uh, not only ideal for my situation, but I think your heart I don't know, maybe you'll get points and then go to heaven. I don't know how I don't know how God That's it. How it works. That is yeah. how it works, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Will
7: you keep in touch with uh, some good news
10: down the road? Yeah, I mean, we've been talking, Danielle and I have been talking about me getting out of here this week at some point, so I'll probably come by and do some, do some work. Uh, Cause she's because she's tired of you? Yeah, <laughs>
8: they, she's sick they of spent me. spent a lot of time uh, together.
10: <laughs> yeah, even Adler uh, is sick of me. <laughs> but, uh, in real life... In real life I think she's just trying to get this mattress to herself. <laughs> the, size a, the size of an eraser. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
7: Jensen. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to share with our listeners and uh, give us uh, you know bring us up to speed. We we miss you guys. We love you guys. We've got uh, we're all, you know, praying for you. Those of us that believe, fingers crossed. Good news, let us know as soon as you
10: can, all right? I know it was so awesome. Like, this is the first week people haven't written me on social media and said, "Who's this idiot on the radio?"
5: So, <laughs> oh, well, they will now.
10: It. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> thank you, Jensen. We appreciate it. Talk to you okay. soon. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.
9: is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
5: All right, let's talk a little bit about the
7: NBA, shall we? A lot of stuff happened.
8: <laughs> well, uh, well,
7: not um, not quite so much as they once did. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. <laughs> Yeah, a ton went down while we were gone for the Independence Day holiday break between out between the Clippers uh, and the Lakers, for that matter. It's an all new ball game in the NBA in Southern California. We thought no better person to bring in than our good friend Matt Money Smith from the Petros Money Radio Show at AM five seventy LA Sports. Matt, how you been?
11: I've been. Where did you find that Clipper suck chant? I didn't think anybody felt that violently about the Clippers in their entire history.
7: In their history, Are
5: you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
11: like I mean don't you the
5: remember world? the Sports Illustrated cover where it said the worst sports franchise in the world and the guy was wearing a paper bag?
11: But but no one would say Clippers suck that loud. You know what I mean? Like, that's reserved for Celtics fans at the Lakers or Portland. Oh, you know what I see. I mean? So, like, yeah, you're heckling
5: me... someone else.
11: Yeah. <laughs> I got you. That's, just, that's, that's weird. All right. Well,
7: those people are going to be uh, changing their toot a little bit. I, 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 there's so much here, and I know that you guys have covered this for hours and hours and hours on your show. Obviously, we don't have that kind of time, so we just need the broad strokes. How much of a surprise uh, was it to you to To see these trades the way they came down, I, I mean, it seemed like a lot of the world was surprised that Kawhi and Paul George both decided to come to L.A.
11: for the Clippers. I mean, in the end, once once you kind of believed what all the the things that you were told about Kawhi and what he wanted to be true, then it shouldn't made it. It should have made perfect sense. You know, what, what did to he be, want? He likes to be on a schedule. He wants a solid front office. He wants to play with another superstar. But he wants to be the alpha. Like, none of that lined up with the Lakers. You know, LeBron can say what he wants. I'm going to pass the torch to you. Yeah, well, you're also the same guy that just told a guy in an interview that you're not chasing a legacy, you're chasing a ghost, and that ghost was in Chicago. So when you get to the finals, guess who's going to take over and want that finals MVP because he's chasing that Michael Jordan. By the way, and
5: Anthony Davis maybe even.
11: You know what? Right. Maybe like, like, It's You know, the, you're, you, people... I, that's the thing with the Lakers fans that are all upset and bent and angry. And it, it's like, dude, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis. You are fine. You know, just this, this Kawhi dream seed was planted. And, and because it didn't bear fruit, now they're all upset. But I think it's important for, for Laker fans to step back and say, hey, yeah. you know, that team has got as good a chance as any in the NBA of winning a title next season. I'm not it's mad. Those two guys at yep. the centerpiece.
7: Agreed. So, and the are Marcus cousins, too, by the way, let's not forget.
11: Exactly. Well, Who's yeah, no you slouch. know like that that's the thing about those is if if DeMarcus and Rondo were the that great of signings, they wouldn't have been available. Right? There's clearly something there. And I don't know if it's the quad and the Achilles, if it's the attitude, if it's the fact that he was kicking around the idea of retiring, you know, toward the end of the season last year. Um you know, and I, and I like it. I think, hey, if, if, if you're going to take a big swing, why not take it in a guy that's been a four time all star? But I think that's, you know, I'm more excited about Danny Green and Jared Dudley and Troy Daniels because they needed shooters. So the fact they got shooters, I, I think, you know, if I'm a Laker fan, that's what I'm more excited about is those three guys that can spread a floor right. and get going.
6: Jared yeah. Dudley, Boston College, baby. <laughs> Matt, well, I'm gonna really, ask. Yeah, that's that's, 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 all, all that's
11: all What you're gonna weigh that's in? That's all out. I got. That's, that's, a, that's a all I have. year old guy who went to Boston. It's not college. great.
6: It's not great. <laughs> I'm what? gonna get
11: ask a potentially dumb here. Get dumb out question Los here.
7: <laughs> 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 I'm gonna ask a potentially dumb question, money, but I don't follow it uh, nearly closely enough to know the answer to this. Um, Kawhi Leonard just won a world championship with the Toronto Raptors, where he was beloved. And they loved him, and they wanted him to stay. Do, isn't that a stable front office, and isn't that playing with a, a great team and uh, a, with a chance to repeat? Why walk he's away from that? the alpha male? Yeah, and he is the alpha male. All the stuff you talked about he was looking for in a team, it sounded like he had in that team.
11: Yeah. What was the first thing you said? I believe it was Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, I believe that's the first thing you say. That's the issue. It's Canada. You know it's Canada. And I mean, you know, it's 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 unfortunate and I know being you're someone that, you know, has has kind of moved around and lived in some very cool places and, and I think anyone that's ever been to Toronto knows it's a pretty special place. But it's a country of thirty seven million people. I mean there's you're, you're going to impact more Laker fans if you sign with the lake you know have have a bigger imprint with just Laker fans than the entire country of Canada yeah <laughs> yeah that's you know that's tough and it, it's tough when you're Kawhi and, and you've got this big contract with that new balance and you're trying to kind of establish yourself in your prime as the greatest player who ever lived and, and I think that's just a tough pull you know if that's if that's not the Toronto Raptors and it's the New York Raptors then maybe he stays you know but I think You know, it's unfortunate, and and I think it's why, you know, there aren't more franchises there because there's just not – you know, if there's not the support, there's not the manpower gotcha. um, to Plus, be able to take care of these superstars.
6: Zanzibar, which is a gentleman's club in Toronto, they were offering free lap dances for Kawhi for life. What? He turned now it you down. away from that. He walked away, and now the offer has been rescinded. Oh. Like, they want nothing to do with them. So, Matt, it wasn't that
7: long ago, a couple of years maybe, that neither the Clippers nor the Lakers had a single player on the NBA All Star team. What a difference this upcoming season is going to be, huh?
11: I think it's a reminder, you know, and and it's because the Lakers were so bad for so long. that Yeah, this market still has pull. You know, everybody was saying, well, you know, the NBA is flat. And you can have Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant in Oklahoma City. And you can have Kawhi Leonard in Toronto. And, and, you know, the list goes Tim Duncan and and Kawhi Leonard in San Antonio. and, And you don't have to be in L.A. or New York or Chicago anymore. And that may be the case, certainly. I mean, you know, I I think Russell Westbrook, who is, you know, one of the biggest stars in the NBA, has proved that for 11 years. But given a choice and given an opportunity and and having everything kind of line up, you would prefer to do it in Los Angeles. I'm just glad
7: Kawhi signed before all the earthquakes started happening again.
11: (laughs) Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, it's and I think that's kind of why the people, now they're Canadians, that's why they're not too upset about it. (laughs) But I think it's one of those things where... You know, he wanted to come home. And and that's why it would have been such a big miss for the Clippers. That's right. He's from Riverside, I said, said, if if this doesn't work out for them, I'd move to Seattle. I would be like, okay, it's never going to happen. you got a guy who's from Riverside. We've got a great front office in Jerry West and Lawrence Frank. We've got a championship head coach that's beloved by everyone in the NBA and Doc Rivers. We've got the supporting cast. If he signs here, we will probably be favorites to win the NBA championship. And he turned us down for the Lakers. If that happened, I really would start to question whether or not this team would ever have a chance to compete because it all lined up for them to finally get their superstar. Not only did they do that, but they got freaking two. And I mean, very well could put together the greatest defensive team uh, in the history of the league with you know those two guys, Paul George, Kawhi, and Pat Beverly. All right,
5: everybody stays healthy through the season. Which team goes further?
11: I'd say the Clippers. If everyone stays healthy, oh. um, just yeah, I think you know. Nice talking to you, money. <laughs> but, well, really, but, but you know what? I think those are probably your top two teams in the West. I really do believe that. I, I think you know, as as good as Denver is and Portland is, they kept their team together and they were fighting it out for one of those two, you know, conference final spots. I, I just think, like you said, if everyone stays healthy, um you know, I think that'll be your conference final matchup: Lakers, Clippers, and holy hell, would that be freaking great? Let's, uh, so let's, let's save this. Can, take, we, guys.
6: can we give it up for Jerry West? no yes yeah. no kidding I Absolutely.
11: Mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean that's uh, you know if you want to he's kind the of back you know where did where did it all come undone for the Lakers that's it, Agreed. And, that's,
8: it. I mean, mm-hmm. that,
11: that's where it came undone when they let him leave and, and didn't kind of give him you know what he was looking for and that's autonomy and, and you know to be the alpha instead it was Phil Jackson for a bit and then it Kind of became, you know, Jeannie and Jim fighting over power for a bit. And he was just like, to hell with this, I'm out of here. And yep. all he did was build a dynasty in Golden State. And he very well might have built one with the Clippers.
7: Yep. Matt Money Smith is the co host of the Petrus Money Radio Show on a AM 570 weekday afternoons. And I should also mention, Matt is a guy who's owed me 50 bucks for 10 months.
11: Son now. Of a bitch. <laughs> 10 How
6: months. Son <laughs> That's I the only think. reason you're on. Great. Uh, uh, you
11: started to say bye to me outside. Like, Wait a minute. Damn it. <laughs>
7: Great uh, chatting with you, buddy. I'll be looking for something in the mail any day now.
11: And (laughs) the Canadian tire money is coming your way by the end of the week.
5: (laughs) Thank you, buddy. We appreciate it.
11: All right, guys. All right, bye. It's the Kevin and
9: Bean Show. K Rock.
7: I uh, lost the office pool. By the way, that uh, Reuben would still be alive when we came back from vacation. <laughs> you know how you see those people on the news are sure. celebrating their, like hundred and eleventh birthday, and you go, "Well, that's yep. the last time we'll ever see that guy <laughs> breathing." That's what I thought about Reuben, but he's here. He's here and he's doing, one of the beavers. Well. <laughs> Uh, here's what we have to give away a pair of one-day passes to San Diego's Comic-Con at the San Diego Convention Center. It's all going down July 18th through the 21st. That's next weekend, by the way. Not this coming, but the one after, right? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the largest comic book convention of its time, and the game we're playing is called Beat Beer Mug. It's
9: time to beat beer mug. It's time to beat beer mug. It's time to beat beer mug. Let's beat them to death. Oh! oh! <laughs>
6: That's weird. That's, That's
3: aggressive. I'm not sure, we want to beat them to death. <laughs> how do you get that noise at the end? I don't love it.
7: Allie, you are uh, you are hosting. The callers yeah. are on the line. Tell them how they play the game.
6: Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask Beer Mug a question. He's going to answer it uh, with a number. If you think that Beer Mug is uh, incorrect, you say the number's higher or lower. You win
7: the the real so they yes. they tell yeah. us th- that the real number is higher or lower yes yes okay gotcha yes. all right so. let's let's give it a try and if uh, and if they're wrong. Um Then Beer Mug gets gets beat?
6: He gets beat.
7: Okay. Yeah. Not yet, Dave. No, I think
6: if they're right. If they're right, Beer Mug gets beat. he gets beat because he's wrong. it's Beat Beer Mug. Right, okay. We haven't
3: played this game in
7: a
6: while.
3: Yeah, is this shoot projectiles at Beer Mug? Hey, don't worry about it. It used to
6: be just Beat Beer
3: Mug.
7: Now
5: we're shooting this stuff? I
7: don't
3: understand. Look,
5: you change stuff up. All right, Instagram
7: living, is that what I understand? Yes. So for folks who want to actually see Beer Mug get beat, that's the way to do it. Javier is first
5: in Los Angeles. Good morning, Javier. What's up, party people? All right, I going to ask a question, and then, then Beer Mug is going to give an answer, okay? Hold on. Go ahead.
6: All right. All right. The biggest entertainment expo in the world, Comic-Con, has grown from humble origins to become one of the most influential pop culture events on the calendar. Huge crowds, panels of A-list franchise stars, exclusive trailer premieres. How many years has Comic-Con been happening?
3: Mugs? I'm going to go ahead and say it's been since the 90s. Let me uh, try to uh, whittle it down here to an exact uh, number of years. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the 21st year. All right,
5: Javier, is that exactly right, or is the actual answer higher or lower?
3: It's higher. It is
5: higher. It's way higher. It's
6: the 50th year of Comic-Con this year. Yes. (laughs) When you said 90s, I was like, what?
3: Was Ruben at the original? Ow! (laughs) Ow! (laughs)
7: It <laughs> might have been. Robert right. was there with
5: dinosaurs waiting <laughs> for comics to be invented. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Moses in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Moses. What's going on? Eat hey, beer Moses.
6: Mug. All right, the inaugural event, Beer Mug, which was uh, held in 1970, was known as Golden State Comic Mini-Con. It was held at downtown San Diego's U.S. Grant Hotel. How many people showed up for the first Comic-Con?
3: I remember hearing a story about this, and it was an interesting and not story. Committing it to memory. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it wasn't that many people. I'm going to go ahead and say 40 people showed up.
6: Okay, is it higher or lower than 40 oh, people?
3: Oh, way
5: higher?
6: Gotta be higher. Not uh, not, uh, much. not much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100 people oh, attended the first ever. 60 event. off.
5: But you beat beer mug. Oh, Congratulations. You You
6: go
7: on hold. All right. Oh. So Javier is in the drawing. Moses <laughs> as well. Who's our next Beat with Thor's success? hammer
5: here. Beat beer mug. All right, let's go to Rob in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Rob. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Be Beer Mode.
6: Hey, Rob. (laughs) So, uh, humble beginnings. 100 people attended the first one. Now, Comic-Con averages about 130,000 attendees. But the biggest one was in 2015. How many attendees graced the convention center in that year?
7: The most popular Comic-Con year ever. How many people were there?
3: I'll go ahead and say... 300,000 people. All right, Rob, is the actual answer higher or lower?
8: That would be uh, higher.
6: It would not be. Yeah, uh, It would be 167,000 that it's year.
5: A pretty small. No, we, we don't beat him. Sorry, was, Rob. Yeah, because Rob lost. Um, yeah, it only holds. Have you been down there? It's not that big. Yeah, uh, I was
6: wondering where all those people would fit, <laughs> um, but that's okay.
5: Let's go to Andrew in Costa Mesa. Good morning, Andrew. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We're doing Beat Beer Mug.
6: Here we go. Hey, Andrew. Conan O'Brien has been filming his shows during Comic-Con. What year did he start doing that? Beer Mug, what year did Conan O'Brien start filming his shows in San Diego?
3: I'm going to go ahead and say 2009.
6: Okay. Is it before 2009 or after 2009, Andrew? It's after. It sure is. Right. 2011. You beat Beardman. Congratulations. Oh, the back of the
7: leg. Serious beating going on right there. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. That's very close to let's kill him. (sighs) The intro said. All right, we got time for just a couple more, real fast.
5: Let's do Samantha and Glendale. Good morning, Samantha. Good
6: morning. Hey, Samantha. Comic Con has been synonymous with San Diego, but it seems like every few years, they're like, "Oh, is it leaving San Diego? What's going to happen?" How long will they be calling San Diego home? Through what year?
7: Hmm. Let's see. So in other words, they've signed a deal right. for mm-hmm. how long? Okay.
5: Uh so in other words, they've already <laughs> locked in right. the length of time that it uh-huh. will be
3: in San Diego. So they might be there for a little bit, they might be there for a while. Right. Okay. But uh, through a specific through, year. Through what
6: year? So what year? Let's go 2038. Is it going to be in San Diego through 2038 or longer or less than? I'm going to say less than. It would be it would way be less wow. than. Uh, they just signed a new three-year deal through 2024. You
3: need to get on that beat beer larger deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right.
7: No.
6: It's really Ow, they, project- they,
8: they
7: normally sir, uh, sign a lot of 18-year deals. Right. right. Yeah. right we just got time for, uh, for one more. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, Tracy
5: and Rancho Cucabunga. Good morning. Hello, how are you guys doing? Good day. Hey, you.
6: Tracy. Speaking of San Diego, pretty much the perfect locale for a world class convention. What's the average temperature in San Diego in the month of July?
3: Let's see, right by the beach in July, San Diego not a lot of cloud coverage let's go 77 (laughs) degrees
6: okay is it higher or lower than 77 degrees i would say lower you would be correct tracy wow but how much one degree (laughs) yeah come on i know Uh, Let's beat your Mug, first of all. Oh, there's a bear! Got
7: to take care of what's happening.
6: Tracy, Samantha,
7: Moses, and Javier were all able to beat your Mug. Unfortunately, only one will win that ticket. Uh, For the San Diego Comic-Con at San Diego Convention Center, the 28th through the 21st, go to comic-con.org for more information. Who's our winner, please?
6: Congratulations,
7: Samantha! Samantha! Hold, let me
5: find
4: it. Oh, my God, thank you so much.
5: Congratulations, and thanks for playing the game.
9: That was beat. We found something he's actually good for. But now we can't fire him because we really want to beat him again. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
12: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
7: Allie is here with our final look at uh, what's happening. Uh, Allie, uh, we've been gone for a while. We're on vacation. We missed a bunch of shows. Mm-hmm. We have so much tape we didn't get a chance to get to today.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: I've had one that I've been dying to play. Oh, and I oh hate please. I hate to bite into your tongue here. Oh, bite
6: here. away. Do
7: you mind? No. Okay. I think this is in the conversation for the greatest reality show clip of all time. Wow! I really do. Oh my! And I'm keeping in mind, Stephen, in the tan and the whole. I'm keeping all of that in mind. The okay? tan
6: baby, right? Tan mm-hmm. baby,
7: right? This is from and uh, uh, forgive me if you saw this over the over the break, but this is from the Australian Bachelorette. The Bachelorette in Australia. Now, be I... I would just like to play
5: the tan one because you're saying this is better. I'm saying it might be. It might be, yeah. Okay. If you and Steven had babies, they'd be so good looking. (laughs) (laughs) They would.
12: Because
7: all tan. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's amazing. That is amazing. Laguna Beach, I believe, right? Laguna Beach, yeah. right. So this is The Bachelorette, the Australian edition. This is where we've all seen it. The girl comes out of the limo, and she walks up to The Bachelor, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. The guy comes up to the girl, and they meet each other and have small talk for the first time. And here's how it went when this couple met.
8: Hey, Dave. Abby. Hi,
7: Abby. <laughs> Abby. Matt, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
11: lovely to meet you. What do you do? Uh, I'm a uh, astrophysicist.
2: Okay, I'm a Gemini.
8: (laughs) I'm
5: a Gemini. (laughs) Okay, so she thinks,
7: wait, she thinks he's into astrology?
8: Yes.
7: (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to play it again, and then you'll... Then you'll see his reaction, which won him so many fans. Because what do you say in that situation if a girl says... You say, go back and get in the car. Yes, you do. Uh. Oh, you are not getting a rose. Listen to his reaction and tell me if you don't love him, Allie. Hey, Daniel. Abby. Hi, Abby. Abby. Matt, mm-hmm. lovely to meet you. What do you
5: do? Uh, I'm a uh, astrophysicist.
6: Okay, I'm uh, a Gemini.
11: Uh, yeah... I'm, I'm a Leo.
6: All the boxes ticked. Can't believe it. <laughs> ah! I'm a Leo, he
7: says. He pauses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How am I going to still get late? Oh, I'm a Leo. Oh, That's what he goes with. That was pretty strong. Him. Pretty great, right? Yeah.
6: Wow. That's fantastic. Wow. I'm sure
7: she did not have as much fun watching that episode back as movie. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> still doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I don't understand why everybody's laughing. Oh, wow. All right, let's see what else is going on here on a Monday morning. Here's Alec.
6: Oh, that was fantastic. And by the way, I'm a Gemini, so I totally get it. <laughs> so Netflix has decided to cut down on depictions of smoking during their programming. This after Stranger Things led to a tobacco use study. According to the Truth Initiative, smoking is on the rise on TV with a drastic increase between 2018 and 2019. And Netflix is the number one offender. Interesting. So here's what Netflix had to say. They said, Netflix strongly supports artistic expression. We also recognize that smoking is harmful and when portrayed positively on screen can adversely influence young people. Going forward, all new projects that we commission with ratings of TV 14 or below. For a series or PG thirteen or below for films will be smoking an e cigarette free.
3: I've been smoking weed since I uh, eighteen, yeah.
6: except for reasons of historical or factual accuracy, which I feel like in Stranger Things it was the eighties, so that's sure historically and uh, it's it's accurate, right? Smoking everyone smoked in the eighties. You could smoke on planes. Yeah. In the eighties. Yeah. You could smoke in surgery in the eighties. <gasps> if Saturday. you were the
7: patient. Yes. <laughs> Which is weird.
6: <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Um, and Stevie Wonder was performing at a concert in London on Saturday, and he just, you know, casually said he's gonna undergo a kidney transplant later this year. Oh, that's-
4: Such a big
6: liar. He casually announced that he's already found a donor. And according to a video from the concert that was posted to Twitter, he said that he's going to do three more shows and then take some extended time off from performing and have a kidney transplant in September. And that's a serious...
8: Liar! Serious. Liar!
7: Why
6: do you think he's lying?
7: Because he just... He's no longer getting sympathy for pretending to be blind, so now he has to pretend to need a kidney transplant.
6: Oh, my gosh, Bean.
7: Come on, you guys. How many times have you seen Stevie Wonder get up on stage and read? Happens all the time.
6: He's uh, reading Braille.
7: Well, that's your story. What is wrong? I mean,
6: it's all thus, these
7: liars it's will not, be sued. Thank not, you,
5: Mr. President. It's not, it's uh, that's, He's not lying about
6: that. And staying in London, uh, Cardi B was headlining the Wireless Festival on Friday, where she got a little caught up in the moment. She removed her own wig and tossed it into the screaming crowd. I gotta be honest.
5: I gotta be truthful. That's awesome.
6: <laughs> she then took to Instagram later and wrote in all caps, I got carried away. I want my wig back. And requesting that whoever caught it can just privately message her, which uh, no one's going to. I was going to say, do you ever think that would happen? No, no, unbelievable. So Snoop Dogg wound up commenting on the post and wrote, "Too late, it's already on eBay, sis." I'm thinking (laughs) if you caught her wig, you're probably not like here. Go ahead, have it back. Yeah, and would you uh, would you ever want it back? No, you're Cardi B. You've made enough money to get a new wig. I assume she has more than just that one. Yeah, I think so. Interesting stuff. And of course, while we were all on vacation, we found out the horrible news about Disney's casting of Ariel in The Little Mermaid, the live action remake. How dare? How dare they?
7: I wrote a strongly worded letter, I'll tell you that. The
6: original. I insist
7: that my mermaids are factually correct.
6: Absolutely. The original author of The Little Mermaid uh, was Danish, and people are beside themselves that they would dare cast an African American young woman in the role. It's Hallie Bailey, who is on Gronish. She's half of the singing group, Chloe and Halle. She's got a voice uh, to die for. It's unbelievable how good of a singer this young lady is. But But she doesn't um, look like
7: a Danish mermaid. But she
6: doesn't have white skin and red hair and is a mermaid. That's racist. This whole thing is just absolutely insane. People are nuts. Just nuts. They
5: are. We need to gather up everybody that was angry about that Mm -hmm. and build a wall around them.
6: That would be great. That needs to happen. That would be great. they're idiots. We also found out that Melissa McCarthy um, is rumored to be playing Ursula. And Aquafina and Jacob Tremblay are in talks to star as Scuttle and Flounder. How so, excited
7: are you guys? I know you're not the target audience, but mm-hmm. will you go see this live-action Little Mermaid movie?
6: I love the Little Mermaid. Really? It's my favorite of all the Disney movies. Did you
7: see the Mulan trailer last night?
6: I did. What do you think of that? I thought it looked amazing. I know people are mad about that. That looks it's very pretty crouching good. tiger, are,
7: hidden dragon, isn't it?
6: How are people mad about that? Because there was no music and no, um, that, the what is it, Mushu? The Mushu, yeah. He isn't in the trailer. Okay. Well, A, we don't know if he's not in the movie at all, but it looks looks like an actual movie and the story of Mulan instead of all of a sudden Mushu like, here's what we got to do. I think it looks incredible.
5: How how much time do people have to be upset about these
7: things? This is absurd. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is just that in some people's minds their childhoods are being trashed because things that they treasured. those people are stupid I know but people just don't like to see you know people people get attached to the movie that they know and they don't understand that it's another generation or in some cases two that hmm. have passed and it's okay for the the kids that are the age you were when you saw that movie to have their own version of that yeah. movie to see And parents, not wait, everything how, is for everybody how many
5: people saw that and maybe were a little bit upset but did nothing Probably most of the majority. Yeah. Who sits down and writes or starts yeah. a campaign or t-
7: tweets? What's wrong with people? I'm still trying to get that Game of Thrones season reshot. <laughs> right, I mean, come exactly. on. You, you just don't give up, Kevin. <laughs> the just, winners look, never give up. If you have if you have a social media account, you are allowed to have the world bed to you.
6: <laughs> That's why I think that whole thing with um. <laughs> the movie that's coming out that they're like, oh, no, we're going to take the time now and redo it because you guys didn't like his teeth.
7: Sonic the Hedgehog.
6: Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. That person did the wrong thing. The fact that you bent to the the mob on the internet yes. that decided they didn't like his teeth. Now people feel entitled and emboldened. Like my voice does mean something. No, it doesn't. That guy is just a Ooh! And is redoing it. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. I just want to briefly tell this story because it delights me to no end. You know I'm not a big hiker. I think people hike and then they're murdered because that's where you bring someone when you want to kill them on a hike or on a cruise ship.
7: You've proven it many times with news. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Well, a woman called 911 from inside Government Canyon State Park in Texas on June 21st saying that she had to climb a tree to get away from an animal that was growling and following her. She was ultimately put in touch with the park officer and urged him, you've got to hurry. I don't know what it is. She thinks it's a wild pig, but she can't get down from the tree now because she keeps hearing this pig growling at her and she's terrified. Well, the officers finally did find her up in this tree and there was no growling pig. Um, However, there was a nearby rumble strip and occasionally when cars would go over it, Um, it could sound like an animal. (laughs) And... The officer said, "Is is that by chance the sound you heard?" And she's like, "Sure is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come down from this tree now." Love it. And the officer wound up saying, "Oh no, this surprisingly common. It happens a lot. Don't worry about it." Rolling his eyes, like, "You wackadoodle. You thought a crazed pig was coming after you? It was a random car going over a wish rumble were, strip." I wish
5: they would have told her it's around here someplace. We Just see stay up there until see we can how find long it. She, they can get her to stay up there.
6: I don't know why it's. Delighted me so much, but oh, God bless you, lady. What do you
5: do? Uh, I'm a uh, astrophysicist.
6: Okay, uh, I'm a Gemini. Okay. <laughs> and then when he said Leo, she said it checks all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Same lady as uh, called
7: nine one one on the Rumble Strip.
6: <gasps> oh, I don't doubt it. Good stuff. All right, some birthdays for you: Kevin Bacon, Milo Ventimiglia, Beck, Billy Crudup, Sophia Bush, Jaden Smith. What a, a, a birthday of amazing people! Sure, and Jaden Smith. Plus Jaden Smith, and that's what's happening.
5: Thanks, Allen. you can drive home today. And listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning on all new Kevin and Bean show. We've got animal stories. Uh, you want to move out of Southern California because of earthquakes?
7: Well, there are some people who've just about had it up to here with all these aftershocks. Wedding menus.
5: What's up? And we've got your tickets for the San Diego Comic Con. Tomorrow morning on an
9: all-new show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?